welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the question and answer session with uh, Zark, Jawa, and Fist. Uh, if you missed the last conversation we had, or the, the actual episode where we talked about 317 and the quanta, and just how quanta is going to affect question, our own questions and, and, and theories and other things like that, uh, it'll be right up there, right above Zark's head. If you're watching this on YouTube, there'll be a little link. Go back there, watch it, and come back and watch this. If you're watching this live, just chill out, watch. You can you know go live playback and watch it later if you need to. So this is our question and answer session where we're going to ask, uh, where chat has asked questions to the chat, to the cast, and uh, we're going to answer them live. We've got so far 14 Great. questions. The first Ooh. question is from Cargan, who asks, how or can you quantify how excited you are about quanta? <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. I, I, I will start. I, I am uh I am six six Chris Chris's uh excited. Six Chris's. Six <laughs> out of Chris's. how many? Just six Chris's. Out, out of I don't know. Out of out of <laughs> out of a triangle. All right. Six Chris's <laughs> out of a triangle. I, I'm with you, Paul. I'm with you. Six Chris's out of a triangle? There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Six Chris's out of a triangle. Well, I am I am four Tony Z's out of a Jared Huckabee. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, slightly yeah. different. I get it. I, get, I understand I, that. I understand that. <laughs> no, I think it, I think it's going to be cool. I I, I really want to see once it's tier one, tier two, cargo refactor in type where it's going to go in you know a couple patches this year after three seventeen because I think that's where it's really going to be. Very interesting. I want to see Bounty Hunter V2. Yeah. Hopefully that gets in this year and then hopefully how Quanta no. interacts with that. Yeah. And hopefully no auto tracking anymore for bounty hunting. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see some, some sort of method for tracking, uh, but you know, or some skill based. So it, it, that's, that's the thing about so far, at least with this, this patch, like I said, it feels like a beginning. It feels like the start of many things which have yet to come. So, um, especially with the new announcement of Quanta and such. So, uh, all right. Next question comes from Naz who asks, how's your day going for everyone? So how's your day, Zaru? Oh, my day was a total catastrophe. I was like, yeah, only going shopping, just some groceries, uh, stopping by uh, at a friend's house to congratulate for birthday. Mm -hmm. And then I was stuck there for like four hours. (laughs) (laughs) So the entire day was was gone. (laughs) Yeah. How about you, uh, Fist? I'm I'm looking at Zark's screen. He's got a a bow and some arrows, and his cat back there, and he's jamming down some some kind of coffee. So my day's going yeah. going just swell. <laughs> <laughs> it's some tea. It's tea. Okay. Okay. Where are you based out of, Zark? Are you? Uh, Germany. Okay. Close to okay. Munich. Okay. Very cool. No Joe- day's going great. Paul, uh, mm-hmm. I know Jawa's like extremely tired, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, kept him up late. But uh, yeah, we you know, if small plug, we're going to be on Soul Citizens tomorrow. Hey, so if nice. you want to catch us there tomorrow, there you go, join them. Uh, Jawa, how are you doing? Well, let's see. After an eight-hour shift at Home Depot and two and a half hours of sleep, uh, <laughs> but 
Fist, it was well, well worth it last night. That It was an outstanding show. I really had a great time. Um, but no, I'm, well, I'm beginning my spring break, so I'm doing wonderful. Yeah, it's always good when you just start your <laughs> spring break. It's like, mm. I, I, I'm doing okay. I'm ending my spring break. Um, I, I need more time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's always the answer. Should be two weeks. Well, I, I'm of the proponent that we should not have a summer break in the United States for, for teaching, that we should have a trimester rather than a semester, and we have a month-long break between each trimester. So That'll work. So instead of having, like, you know, three weeks, in the, three months in the summer, because, like, as all teachers and students know, teachers, it gets, it's too long, so you just kind of lose a lot of your stuff and for students they lose a lot of the the practice and so you have to kind of re you have to spend an entire like month getting them back into practice of how teaching should go um but one week is too short so like one month is just long enough to enjoy yourself but not so long that you're you're, you've you've fallen out of practice just enough to refresh and keep going Uh, something to humor you on um holidays in germany okay Mm -hmm. so um i'm from bavaria and the other part of my family uh, from my mother's side is up in the north. Mm-hmm. And the big problem is we don't share the same holidays. It's like when my mm-hmm. summer break started in school, mm-hmm. theirs just ended. Oh. So they were like six, six, six or eight weeks um, apart. Mm-hmm. Same for every other holiday. And then is the thing. We have religious holidays as well mm-hmm. that are school-free. And Germany has like Double the um, Bavaria has like double or triple the amount than some other states in Germany have. So mm-hmm. I have like there are six weeks, there's a week, there are two weeks, <laughs> there are four four days off, um, there's a day off, and others don't have anything. It's <laughs> that's totally you can't do anything about it. It's yeah, we, we don't we don't have nearly as variety. Do we do have state? Each state has its own individual kind of holidays, but. We almost always just agree on things like Thanksgiving and and Christmas and uh, summer. Or pretty much, it's pretty much everyone's great. They, they sort of vary. Like some summer starts in June, some of it starts in May, some of it ends in August, some of it ends in September. But yeah. anyway, the thing is, we have Catholic uh, ca- Catholic holidays in Bavaria, and the rest of Germany doesn't do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, um, but I'm I'm doing good overall. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling rested. That's for, for at least a little bit. Um, all right. T.S. Forrest asked, um, any Halo fans excited about the Halo TV story? This series started in five days. Yes. I, I'm a huge fan of the Halo series. And I know I've taken one look at the trailer. And I'm like, this is not the books, nor is it the video games. But I am interested in seeing how they're going yeah. with it. Because it's it's like a third universe. It's like the MCU is not like the, uh, the, the, the comic books. So I'm okay with... With a little difference, uh, a little excited. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'd like to see how it goes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's gonna be cool. Uh, I have some of my fondest video game memories are Halo One with my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting there all night long and and wow, the graphics are so good. You know, <laughs> way back when. <laughs> I, remember, yeah. I remember the 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 huge like the maw in Halo One where it was just so big. It was like oh. Wow, this is amazing. You can go anywhere. Was, yeah, now now Star Citizen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I, I'm just amazed with some of the TV shows that are coming out these days. Uh either on 
some of the streaming platforms or whatever. And it's, um, I've watched some that I didn't think I was going to enjoy and I've really enjoyed them. So I've, I'm kind of addicted to like five or six of them right now. So Jawa is addicted to Cobra Kai. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cobra Kai. That series is awesome. Yes, it is. is. (laughs) He didn't didn't shut up about it for like two weeks. (laughs) Hey, oh, I didn't wear that shirt today. I didn't wear that shirt. Oh yeah. (laughs) I got my Cobra Cat shirt. Uh, Uh, That's a good series. You got Um, me into it. Griffin asks um, question is the panel satisfied with the new roadmap for backers i.e. the upcoming one quarter only it's a good question nope well um, (laughs) I would say as I am able to read and understand the progress tracker I am totally satisfied (laughs) I'm, I'm okay with it I understand why it was implemented I, it sucks that it is the way it was implemented. That it's that it's, mm-hmm. but I'd rather I'd rather be excited for what's coming up than being angry that something was removed. And, yes, that's where I'm at too. You know, so does it suck? I think it sucks long term for like I've heard I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, this is great for creators. It's like it kind of sucks for creators because mm-hmm. we can't speculate, and right. if we can't speculate, it becomes a little bit difficult. Now we can use the progress tracker. But the progress tracker is not as reliable as you think it is because it doesn't tell you when something is done. It just tells you when the sprint is done. It's a lot more volatile yeah. as well. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I want them to add a third column to the to the progress tracker um, and add a feature column. And granted, it may not be perfect, but it'll link all the deliverables for a feature together. Mm-hmm. So that I can see, hey, uh, okay, here's all the deliverables to get Quanta going, and we know we're going to be out two years. Yeah. And then I would also like them to really put down, because they just started putting stuff past Q2, mm-hmm. just like the other day. So there's been videos will... out there, people are thinking Squadron's going to release in, in the middle of the year, and I'm <laughs> just because oh, yeah. the line ended, and it's like, no. <laughs> It's not. I I would actually uh, do it a different way, not um, take together all features, um, but to make a let's say a link. Yeah, you click on it, and that's just dependables. Okay, so what is this feature depending on which other mm-hmm. features? And they are listed beyond, and you can just pop them yeah. up, and you see them. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit more transparency, I guess, would be would be nice, or at least more information. Maybe not. I, I think a, a better um, way of to sort the information because yeah. more transparent than the progress tracker you can't be. Yeah. I, I guess I'm kind of like that kid on Christmas when a new patch comes out. It's kind of hard now being a content creator because Fist and I talk about on the different things on the progress tracker coming up and what we're looking forward to. But... Um, I, I like when a new patch comes out. I'm like a kid on Christmas and mm-hmm. hey, let's go see if we can find things. And um we've had a couple patches where it's okay. Um, well that's broken. Well, sorry, that's not broken, it's a feature. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, but I, I just and I'm really looking forward to this one. Um you know, I've seen some things and um yeah, I think it'll just it'll kind of reinvigorate me into the game. Uh, although, you know, I'm uh, probably the newest 
player among all of us at what year and a half. But yeah, yeah, it, it's it'll be interesting. Um, I, I I just I understand why it had to be done. It just needed to be a band-aid that ripped off, and it sucks. But people have already kind of moved past it. Like no one really. Yeah. I mean, there's still some salt out there, but I think like when 317 is fully released and it's in the PTU, people will be more talking about like Quanta and other kind of stuff. So, and people just, I, I just feel bad for the coffee guy because when that was announced, and then they said, oh yeah, they're adding the coffee, and now now we know it was some junior devs first like first adding into the game. It's like, oh, that sucks. The community was just yeah. awful to that guy. Like. Like he was probably sitting there going, like, "Oh yeah, I got, I'm, I'm, I've got my first thing in the game, heck yeah!" And then he looks at the community, and the community is like, "Fuck you, coffee!" And he's like, "Oh god, <laughs> oh what did I do?" <laughs> oh, hey, uh, spoiler: the the barista is female. So. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Thanks for learning information. Know, don't say I am against it. Yeah. As long as she doesn't have language like some of the. Uh, bartenders. Oh yeah! Hey you, get out! Well, you know, get the hell out of here! Yeah. yeah. I I had a no. very interesting uh bucket uh couple of uh days ago on the server, and all the bartenders stood on the wrong side of the bar. Yep. Yeah, that and happens sometimes. Lean. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're off shift. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. and, and the twisty head guys. The twisty head guys. Yeah. Their whole body is twisting. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I, and uh, I'm so sad that the bars don't have the infinite glass of whiskey anymore. Oh, yeah, those were so nice. Yeah. The, the infinite yeah. refilling glass. All yeah, right. but it actually affects you now, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it needs to affect you more. It's a little bit too weak because I think in the, in the 30th yes. century, all our livers are, are made of steel and uh, like, like <laughs> are super efficient because you drink like so, a beer in like two seconds and you have like... You need to like like a, like a twelve pack of beer in like a minute to be able to get drunk. So as a Bavarian, as a Bavarian, I must state that this is not too far from the truth. At least where I live. So what you're saying is that some German is the one who coded all of the the alcohol drinking. He's like, yeah. this is fine. I, I can I can take a line of cocaine to my face and it'd be functional all day long. I don't know what you're talking about, you know. Uh, I mean, we start early, so. <laughs> um, all right. Next question comes from Farrick Veer, who asks, with cargo evolving into physical items, you'll have to load and offload from ships. What do you guys think about the possibility of land-based cargo trucking to round out space trucking? Oh, well. We need roads. Yeah, and yeah. We need yeah. yeah there's yeah. some prerequisites to that. Yeah. 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 Uh, we need I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be a thing. What well, maybe in very small scale, but why would you drive somewhere where you could just fly there and yeah. everybody has a pilot's license? Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell well, you the yeah. answer. I'll tell you the answer. Look at fuel prices right now. In <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> so um, the, the other thing is, I don't think everyone has a driving license. Yes. Um, there will be definitely land cargo trucking simply yeah. because FPS piracy. Uh, the main thing I believe that has to happen besides roads and settlements is definitely rebalancing of fuel and fuel consumption in mm-hmm. the air. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
if we take a look at the caterpillar and say, okay, this thing just, it can go down to the spaceport, unload its 400 SC of cargo, go back to space, no problem. But if you try to fly, let's say, 50 kilo, uh, kilometers or, or 100 kilometers in this direction, you lose 30% fuel. On the other hand, you have a truck that might not be transportable with a Hercules because it's even larger, has 200 SCU cargo capacity. It runs on the road with like a thousandth of, of the fuel the Caterpillar would need. Yeah. As simple as that. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you need to have places like outposts or towns. Like, you need to have like a town in Microtech or a town in Hurston that wouldn't require mm -hmm. you. That like it would be too expensive to ship that item through space because just the cost mm -hmm. of fuel alone would be higher than the price right. of the item. But you know, you still so you need to sh uh, truck it out there. Um, but yeah, uh, and the yeah. other thing well, is. I believe that uh, land truck uh, trucking will be probably like majorly NSCs only. Yeah, NPCs. Yeah, yeah, NPCs yeah. only. Um, because player, I mean, players will be able to do it simply because how the game works. Mm -hmm. Every player can do what NPCs can do, but you wouldn't do it yeah. because you would actually force yourself to be on a place and have a road that might might take a week to complete. You have a week of only driving. Mm -hmm. There might be one crazy guy who does this, but mm. it'll be Jawa. Well, <laughs> someone will do someone will yeah. do, do do space trucking simulator with actual trucks in space. You know. Yeah, um, well, yeah I, I'm just thinking though that um, what about um, you know, hijacking the trucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the is pipes. somebody gonna? I mean, they there was that one uh, inside Star Citizen. God, it was a year ago or something. And they show the the sniper up there on on the mountain aiming yeah. at the a convoy that's coming through. Is that going to happen? And yes. well, and then you know we'll add. Well, we already have a pallet jack now. We saw that, so we have a pallet jack. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, but will the pellet jack kill you like the gurneys do, though? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> all, all carts are dangerous. Uh, I, I think it comes back to this whole, like, this is the beginning. So, like, having a truck makes sense. Having, like, an 18-wheeler-style truck makes sense for ground transportation, but only in a world that's different from what we have now, in a place where uh, fuel costs are variable and can be more expensive and... Uh, you have remote locations that need shipping and you need, you have like roads and, you know, there's a lot of other things that need to be in the game before that. But I think, I think it's a, it's a good question to have. It's something that I think CIG should start having that conversation about in the near future. So, um, well, I would imagine, that, go, ahead, go ahead, buddy. Okay. Yeah. And considering that, um, this, the game itself already knows if a ship is aerodynamic or not. Is pretty mm. much the gateway to this because you have a ship that is aerodynamic. Okay, your fuel consumption goes down by sixty percent. Mm -hmm. Done. And I mean, in some cases, you can literally turn off. You could probably turn off your engines, and you could still glide with those with those, yeah. those ships. Because some of them are really well, very aerodynamic. So, right, right. Uh, it, it'd be a good thing for the the Quanta system. I would imagine a lot of that stuff's going to be unmanned, though, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
it, I wouldn't, I'm not saying it wouldn't be cool. I just don't think a lot of people who are getting into star citizen want to do that kind of stuff on a, on a planet necessarily. Yeah. I, I could see it for things like, As, for like, like missions, like this cargo, this, this vehicle is going to this, it's carrying this, this rare thing and they're going over trucks because they want to be inconspicuous. Go hit that vehicle, pull the, uh, the, the, the gear out of it. And get yeah. It. You know, that kind of, one, that's what I mean. That's the thing. Right. One big thing you're ignoring is exploration. That's if true. you drop onto a planet and you drop on your C2, your Karak, you make your base camp, and then you have your convoy going straight into a line, exploring the planet, and you are out for like a week or two, and then mm. you return. You have to bring with you ammunition, medical supplies, food, drink, whatever else, sensor suites. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have your... So that's that's where I think the player side convoy will actually come into play. Military and exploration um, missions. The cargo convoy going from a base to another and is only there for players to actually attack it, loot it, be done. Mm-hmm. But the convoy itself, that's probably where the exploration gameplay will go in. Because you can't explore the planet in a ship. That's not possible. Because you mm-hmm. don't have the visuals. Mm-hmm. You can't go down on a meter height with the Carrick and just cruise along the planet. That's not something you want to do. Also fuel. The, yes. Even the, even if the Carrick is super fuel efficient, you're eventually going to run out of fuel. You'll need to have some way of refueling that ship. And if you're out in the middle of nowhere, you need to have a way of either calling in refueling or go back and get fuel. And uh, vehicles, as far as we know, don't use fuel. I know they want to eventually consume like power or something like that, but if you're... If a vehicle consumes power, if it's like an electric vehicle, and there's a star nearby, we have this technology called the solar panel that you can <laughs> you could probably have, or portable generators that you could bring with you. Yeah. You know, so it'll, it'll there'll be ways of recharging it. It's it's it adds into that when you start adding the logistics and, cost of things. It'll and and even if it's normal fuel, you just have your fuel canister, your mm-hmm. one five liter fuel canister, and you put it in the vehicle, and yeah. it drives another hundred miles. Yeah. No problem. It's yeah. a million times cheaper than the Carrick. More efficient, yeah. Yeah, sounds like the reserve switch on the Honda 90, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think chat kind of nailed it here. Shadow Nova said that's what the Pisces is for, right? You're mm-hmm. scouting stuff. The Pisces mm-hmm. can go pretty far out, and then, hey, you mark those coordinates. I don't think we're going to see in this game where we have a limited number of handcrafted planets, moons, right? Yeah. Where we're going to see, it's not like it's no man's sky where everything is procedural. That's true. Exploration is, yeah, you're going to come down, you're going to look for stuff. And, but I don't think we're going to be going two weeks out and setting up a base camp. That's, you know, 50 clicks away mm-hmm. when I could, I could literally fly 50 clicks in the Pisces in, in a few minutes. And then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't see at least in the the first iteration of this game, when it actually releases that being a a a big thing to do, I think it's much more going to be space based than planet stuff. But I may be wrong. I agree. I, I think that's the case. But I also think that in in order for CIG to make this these massive planets the way that they are right now viable, other than just flying over them, 
yeah. to actually, they have to add gameplay. And the add gameplay, they're going to have to have some restrictions on flying around planets, whereas it's nice to do, but it's not something you can do all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I also, st- you know, it really also depends on what you're doing, because Star Citizen's a sandbox. Someone going out two weeks, uh, out for two weeks with a group of people may be looking for a location to build a base because they're doing extensive, um, you know, surveys. And uh, the the cost of running a Pisces is still probably going to be higher than the cost of running a, a Cyclone. Uh, not not yeah. to mention that if you have an actually truck, you can bring more uh, supplies Resources. with you. And the other part is always, we don't really know what exploration gameplay will entail. We have something mm-hmm. like, okay, you map stuff, you have special coordinates, you can sell, like, there's a mining field, there's a settlement, and so on. But then there's the, I say, science part. Like, mm. for example, you drive through a jungle. You have rare animals you can hunt, mm-hmm. dismantle, and sell their parts. Mm-hmm. Or you have special fruits you have to collect, bring them in, sell them. And then you have the um, problem that the Pisces, for example, only has four SCU cargo space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 80-wheeler has, like, 40. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, the thing. So I, I, think, I think there's space in Star Citizen for it, and I think it will have a niche. But I think there's a lot of purists out there who's like, this is a space game. It's going to be a space game. It's always going to be a space, space game. And I still think the majority of the content is going to be in space. But in order to make the planets viable as an action, you're going to have to have land vehicles Mm-hmm. And if in, yeah. o- in order to make land vehicles more viable, you have to put some brakes on ships. So, mm-hmm. so I think there'll there'll be there'll be yeah. cases for it. But like like many things, like uh, what's that one ship that everyone like the like the Cutlass Steel? The Cutlass Steel is garbage. <laughs> it's yes. garbage incarnate, and it's it's overpriced garbage at that. But it'll still have its purpose. It'll still be a transport for NPC pirates and uh, <laughs> uh, militias and. And other and other sort of things to show up to reinforcements. You know, they'll be they'll be fodder for you to shoot at. So, mm-hmm. at the very least, we need more grand vehicles just so we can steal them. You know, or yeah. steal from them. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, we made our own cutty steel out of a nomad with guys with rail guns in the back of it. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can always do the 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 combat uh, Argo cargo. The Argo. Yeah. You, you open up oh, the back yes. with two two guys with three guns in the back, and suddenly and, like, and the sides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we've done that too. <laughs> I mean, my go-to dropship is the Carrick simply because I have a med bait. So yeah. if we go in with four guys, one dies, he comes back. Yeah. Easy, easy peasy. All right, next question comes from Gin and Tonic, who asks, Do, uh, don't you think that with uh, that all the servers will be linked through the back end of Quantum? Um, so everyone on the servers will contribute to affecting the status of the multiverse. Yeah, I think we already talked about that. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the already the case. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, going to be... I, you know who made really good uh, videos on uh, server meshing stuff was Ray's Guide? Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have watched those, but he really, he breaks it down in very good, plain to understand English. And he talks, starts talking about sharding and, and how it goes back to the replication layer and how the entity mm-hmm. graph works and stuff. And much more clear than the, the citizen comp presentation. Um, but yes, this should go. Everything should eventually make its way back to global. Unless 
I'm partnered, you know, I'm friends with Jawa in the server and I go to a different server. He's still on my Carrick in a different server. And then where does that coffee cup go? And, yeah. you yeah. know, stuff like that. So, but eventually, yeah, yeah everything will go back to global. Uh, all right. Ionic uh, Gecko asks, how profitable do you think loot selling will be compared to other major gameplay loops like bounty hunting, mining, and trading? Well, it depends on if you can sell your medical gown or not. <laughs> That's the good question. I got yeah. a bunch of them. So, so I, based, based on the prices they showed off, um, I say it's actually more like a nice to sell than you want to sell mm -hmm. because yeah. so yeah. They, you you need to uh, imagine that everything you will sell sell will come at a discount ten, then compared to what you will buy it at the shop will make a profit yeah so your rifle for four uh, for 4k will go down to 3k so less than that you can <laughs> yeah if, yeah, if it's half. rubbish, half, half or if, less. If it's rubbish, yeah. So you might want to sell 200 of your 400 combat knives because you're never going to need them. Mm -hmm. And the game throws them at you like there's no tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But you won't get rich by it. No. Yeah, I, I think it'll be like I, I am a loot goblin. I am a terrible loot goblin. I will pick up everything. I don't care if I have to sell literal garbage in those in those loot loot places i will make some money but i i don't think i think if i if we did if you did like a full a full clean out of a of a of a of a, of a bunker and you stripped all the armor off of all of the um, the npcs you know all their weapons you managed to take all of that and put it into your ship fly it to a place and start selling it I don't think that amount of time will an effort will be ever reach the amount of money you'd make in that same amount of time and effort for mining or salvage or anything else like that. Unless you find a really rare item that's very valuable. That's that's the caveat is rare. Yeah. 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 Well, they so. just need a sell junk button. So, yeah, sell junk. I, I, yeah, I, sell junk. <laughs> I could imagine you could probably double or triple your payout of the specific mission. Mm hmm. But that's yeah. without taking time and consideration. And yeah. to be honest, it, where loot will really be able to profit you is once we are able to sell vehicles or ships. Like, um, mm -hmm. in the prison, you can actually steal two Urza rovers if you want to. Yeah. If you sell those two even for half a price, that's 60k. Yeah. That, that, like, so, yeah, sh ships can be valuable, but you have to know the right person and you have to sell. Even It'll probably be lower price than you get it. So there'll still be some efforts to it. But yeah, there are definitely well, things you can do yeah. in the future. It'll be illegal too, right? Because yeah. that ship's going to be registered somewhere. So that's why I think ships aren't in selling it because they really don't have that system not. in yet. No. You well, could sell pirate ships. Yeah, you could maybe, but you'd still probably have to sell them for like scrap because they're probably garbage. Like I think I don't think I think the only thing that's going to be in the sell selling is going to be in terms of ship base will probably be ship components, and and that'll yeah. be like if you already have a component on your ship and you you uh, like you swap that out for a new component you just sell it for a lower price. But I don't know. You're talking well, about salvage, Paul. Yes. <laughs> or one is boarding and like Xeno Threat comes around and you steal one of the address addresses and sell mm -hmm. it, then you're rich. There we go. Yeah, I think 318, right? If we get salvage, you instead of 
taking that ship and trying to find a buyer, you salvage the metal off it, salvage the components. Yeah. Take that, and then you'll make significantly more. And that could be actually emergent gameplay mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I do agree with you, Zark, that uh, selling FPS items like armor weapons, it's going to be an addendum, extra money to, in, in addition to your payout for the mission. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be low. You're, I mean, you're looking five, maybe five to fifty thousand credits. I mean, we already see it when we buy things. Who, who of us has ever thought twice about buying FPS items? I mean, I, I just go to to an item vendor and buy an outfit for a hundred k or something, mm-hmm. and I don't even think twice. Yeah, yeah, I'm that way with mining modules. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know people who are stingy and are just will just go into a mission and go like go, you know, with the early the early combat missions, let the let the NPC securities take care of most of the people, and then kind of shoot maybe one or two people, then strip the enemy bodies and just like, hey, I got armor now, I got armor yep. and weapons, we're good to go. Yep. I just gotta buy that's ammo. me, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, next yep. question comes from Steve B Dancer who asked, since refueling will be coming. Um, they and they said they will be adjusting ships quantum and hydrogen fuel storage. How do each of you think we're going to be impacted the most? Uh, it's even worse than that because it'll also be variable depending on what's going on, who's buying what, what, where. So if you're in a system that's very populated with players, or like in a let's say you're at um, Everest Harbor. You know, and everyone's going to Everest Harbor because there's an event or there's some some major thing there. It's the end line of a trade queue. Well, then fuel's going to cost a lot more there than it's going to cost anywhere else. So it'll even matter even more for that. So, well, that demand will be high. It'll follow basic economic principles. It should. We hope we hope it does. I say. It's the end of the reign of the fighter. Mm-hmm. If you will, if we want to say it like this, because pretty much no fighter has fuel scopes, so their fuel consumption will skyrocket because they don't regen fuel passively like every other ship. Yeah, and this me and fighters also you probably use the most fuel because they don't fight. So mm-hmm. if you are a fighter pilot in Stanton right now, bad days, bad days ahead. Yeah, and 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 uh, Steve is 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 clarifying. It's about ship ship storages, like the amount of fuel on ships. Mm-hmm. But I mean that that uh, that's even that you just throw that into the mix on top of everything we've just said, and it's even worse. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think they'll they're going to gimp ships that are already low on fuel, or yeah. make them buff them. It'll be probably very slight tweaks. The everything yeah. around them is just changing so, so, to such a degree that it's going to be like you have less fuel in a fighter, because. You can't regen fuel passively anymore. Um, the, the 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 fuel prices are going to vary wildly depending on where you are. Probably not too wild, but it'll be the difference between this this station doesn't have a lot of traffic to it, so its price is you know two UEC per liter or whatever, versus you know Everest Harbor, which is big and it's got a hundred UEC per liter. So you're just you're just screwed if you go there and you're out of gas. You need to you got to pay what you got to pay. So. I yeah. say the larger the ship you use on a day-to-day basis is, the less impacted you are. Yes. Jawa? Yeah. I think. I, I'm just thinking that um, a lot of people are going to 
I mean, the way we used to do it, you would land, repair, refuel, rearm. Boom. That was just something you did right off the bat. Instead of going, eh, no, I'm not going to do that. And then when the uh, fuel gets down low enough, you'll just go to another station and say, claim. And, yeah. you know, it's. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could do that in real life. You know, just <laughs> kind of get a ride home and hit claim on my Jeep and it's full of fuel. That'd be nice. That would Only be for six months, though. That that's <laughs> that's gotta be that's gotta be a, a change as well. Is that you may have to pay yeah. for your uh, for fuel when you restart. That that I yeah. think that may be something they need to do because otherwise people will just reclaim. So if you if you reclaim a ship, you, it comes empty. You got to pay for the gas. I I think actually that um, they will probably if if they're uh, if they look at this um, the right way, they will actually think about. Uh, about it and fuel might usually be less expensive than claiming mm -hmm. but not by much so let's say i claim i, I don't know w w what is a fighter worth claiming uh five thousand yeah it's usually like five thousand or six thousand so let's time. let's say you have 4.5 to fuel up the fighter mm -hmm. Yeah, the 4.5 to fuel the fire, or even because you also got to remember repair. Like, repair is also going to be variable as well. So, yeah. uh, generally speaking, right now, it's super cheap to do both. So, it's it's much, it makes more sense to, mm -hmm. to just repair and refuel. But people, some people still claim, but. Well, hopefully, the quantum system will work the way it's intended. And if you're in an area that does have higher fuel prices, then the mission payouts should also be higher. True to offset some of that so we have some semblance of balance. Otherwise, no one's going to go over there and fight those pirates because they don't want to pay the high gas prices. Mm -hmm. Well, that'll, so, also, that'll also drop the gas prices because less people are there, yes. so the prices will have to go down. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be, it's a, it's a give and take, you know? Like, if you're going to go yeah. in the area that pays the high prices, that pays the, the, good, the good money, you're going to have to pay the higher prices. But if you, if you... Uh, leave and go to places that'll maybe have lower payouts. You also won't have the cost as much. The cost of living will be lower in Hurston than it will be, or, or uh, in Hurston than it is in, in Crusader or whatever. Effectively. Well, I think the Hurstons will keep the price high just so they can make more money. <laughs> of course. And then they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna randomly steal your ship. You, they'll give you a landing pad, and then when you land, they'll be like, "Nope, you you landed illegally." And then they're gonna claim yep. it and then yeah. make you pay five thousand to get it back, which happened to me today in game. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I had I had I had a nice uh, bug on law where I landed with my Carrack, and I somehow managed to land within the restricted area. So outside of uh, law on there was a building. I mm -hmm. wanted to pick up uh, some vehicles. I landed the Carrack somehow inside the restricted area without being able to see it, probably due to a desync. And from one second to another, boom dead dead <laughs> oh Paul, I, I think you figured out how the hurstons get their labor force yes <laughs> uh, you, you need to ships. sign this 40-year contract yeah and you'll if get you, you one off this ship. planet yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still have a bunch of zeus's in there somewhere <laughs> uh all right crystal king asks do you think refueling might be test bed for engineering gameplay Think uh, cooling and power allocation, etc. To a degree. Yeah. Yeah, if you could 
if you can have an engineer manage um, tweaking the, the way your chip runs, yeah, or uh, like right now, there'll be a flock to origin for hydrogen because they got those nice scoops. But um, I I could definitely see that. Um, I know some people that would probably really dig on that. Yeah, I, I think all the I say I think all the mini games they're doing for the mining gadget mini game and and eventually the hacking mini game, all that stuff fueling mini game because it kind of is because you could overfuel a ship. Yeah, um, I think that's all going to start working its way into overall engineering type of mini games, and and that's what we're going to see. Well, we already know they started working on engineering. If you've been following the monthly reports, and I think they even said it in Sources Live, that the team that worked on fueling is now working on salvage and engineering. That's the so next um, I would actually argue that the fueling mechanic or the way fueling refueling works, we already have a game, and, and it's called mining. Yeah. Because yeah. the fueling works, you throw uh, fuel down the pipe, mm-hmm. And the higher the pressure, the faster you go. It's the same with mining. The higher the power, the faster you go. And if you're too fast, you have a problem. You yeah, blow up a mole and two prospectors. <laughs> yeah. But you, but the thing is, is that with with uh, with with so refueling, I think you have to do it in a separate station. It's not the pilot can't activate it through an MFD. Right. You have to go through a separate station. Yeah. So. But that isn't really a thing. And I mean, for for the engineering part. I say if there's a, a cooling and power mechanic, maybe, but I think the engineering uh, mechanic might work differently than those two, simply because mm-hmm. it's, as far as I understand where they want to go with it, mm-hmm. from the whole relay stuff, it's more about shutting off relays and bringing some online in the right time to have enough power on the ship without straining the batteries too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, I mean, they did a, they did a, they did a, the preview of that, right? Where like, like the, 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 they want to give power cores limits. So not only will you have to like refuel your chip, but you may also have to recharge your core or refuel your core. So you like using like to start up a cold reactor, you have to use some fuel from your ship to, to, to to start it and then uh, get it going and then it only has a certain amount of life and then you have to like restart it again and stuff like that so um, if i remember it right um ships have the power generator and the batteries and mm-hmm. you can't power everything on the ships without draining the battery because every system will always take more energy than the ship can provide so on yeah. your day-to-day drive 40 percent of the ships is shut down mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what the capacitor came. That's where that's where the starter mm-hmm. capacitor came 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 in. Is that the capacitors charge? You charge the capacitors, and they hold the charge for the weapons over a certain amount of time. And once they run out, they have to pull it from the main energy source again. And yeah. so, so if you're if you're wondering about what engineering gameplay is, it's effectively going to be what you see with capacitor gameplay, but with the whole ship. So like right. shields will have a certain charge that they they hold, and then when they're done, you have to recharge them. And so rerouting power between these different areas will matter in terms of like how fast those shields go up or how fast the guns go back mm-hmm. up. And so you you won't have enough power to run everything at once. You'll have to have an engineer who's just sitting there like on a mixing board, just you know, uh, mm-hmm. throwing power back and forth. So 
Well, and technically, that's the way racing can happen, too. Um, instead of an engineer, you would have a crew chief who would say on the M50, take off the weapons. You don't need shields. Yeah. Take this off. Reduce the weight of it. And let's put this bigger engine in it. Yeah. And and someone's asking, like, yeah, but what uh, what are the fighter? What are you going to turn off? And the answer is you don't turn it off. You reduce it. You can fire, mm. but you're not going to fire as much. You right. can protect yourself, but your shields aren't going to be as strong. You can move, but you can't maneuver just as well. But if you put more power into one or the other, you're not going to be able to fire all your guns. If you put all your power into maneuvering, you ain't firing your guns and you probably have no shields. Mm. So it's a matter of managing those power, the power resources. Why does pretty much already work with the power triangle? Mm-hmm. But for the larger ships, it gets much more complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You also got to think about, like, how much power is being used and what you can sa- sacrifice and those sorts of things as well. So, um, All right. Yeah. Uh, another good question from Crystal King. What happened to the Retaliator rework? I have a theory. It's in Squadron, but has to be ported over to the PU. So they put it into Squadron first, and they were in that process of putting it into Squadron. Are we talking more about modularity, or are we talking yeah, actual it's rework? The re- the modularity and the rework, because remember the interior got reworked so that it had mm-hmm. uh, okay. like the like the the bay where you normally go up the two like the two entrances. They removed that, and it's yeah. now like one entrance is that, and the other one's like a a side airlock you can get in through the side. And they, so they've, they, they widened the hallways just a little bit. And so they've done some like interior rework design for the retaliator. Uh, and they were talking about a lot last year and then they just stopped talking about it. So. Uh, yeah. They took the M 50 uh, engine swap thing out mm-hmm. and I haven't heard about modularity since. Yeah. Uh, I think it's still on the roadmap, but it just, it's, it's one of those, uh, that it's it's a later thing. So I, I but I can almost guarantee you since the retaliator is definitely part of Squadron Forty Two, um, it it the the interior rework is probably done, but it's in Squadron first, and then we won't see it again until maybe Invictus or later. Um, it'd be a good time to do that. So, well, if it was Invictus, you'd think an Invictus this year. Probably, yeah. I mean, possibly. That's, that's this patch. <laughs> well, no, it's three seventeen one. That's like May, yeah, right? But I mean, that would be something I would expect to see on uh, the release feed. But why? I mean, it could be like here. Have a nice surprise. We finish it early. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. <laughs> Well, because if if they don't know it's going to be in the in the release view, they tend to not put it in the release view. So, right. you know, um, but I mean, I think, I, I'm not saying it's coming in three seventeen one. I'm just saying it could come as early as that three seventeen one. Because from the sound sure. of things, the interior rework was pretty much finishing up like November of last year. So I would I'd imagine that it would be closer to completion. But we haven't heard anything about it, so that's a good question. Modularity is. Something I'm interested in, where it's, where did it hit? Where where was it? Say that again? Modularity? Uh, Where the modularity was hidden. Because they talked about it, now it's gone. And I mean, I could imagine that probably the team was needed for something different. But nothing else ever since they first mentioned it is a bit... hmm? 
Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would like to know what happened to it. I think it's still in the progress tracker, like I said, but it'd be interesting because it was on the, the release view at one point. Like, it was on the release view for the end of the year last year. Yeah. And then kind of got removed. Yeah. So, um, at least, at least a little acknowledgement. It's like, yeah, it's been moved. This is why it happened. And it may already be there. It may be in a, in a, um, in a roadmap roundup that we just haven't read. So, uh, Steve B. Dancer asks, do you feel if someone blows a full Starfarer, uh, blows up a full Starfarer, how big of a boom? Um, Ooh. and what missile would, would be the equivalent of it as a, a damage? I, I think you still get damaged if a, like a Idris explodes. If you're too close to it, you actually do, can get caught in the secondary explosion and do damage <laughs> or in, in, in the blast. So that's why whenever, you know, if I've always been in doing when I was doing um, the Xenothreat missions, whenever we get, we're, we're like close in blind firing torpedoes, the second it started going, the pilot was just like, nope, 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 nope. And just running away because they didn't want to get caught in the explosion. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it would be bigger because it has more fuel in it, though. I guess it might make sense if it had hydrogen fuel. Because that's a big explosion. But actually, it doesn't explode. It just burns. Um, I don't know. What do y'all think? Do you think we should have a bigger explosion for Starfire? Oh, heck yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem is, the only problem is, if it does make a bigger boom, everybody will go out there and try and cause that big boom. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Uh, Gin and Tonic's like, no oxygen. It shouldn't do that. It's like, yeah, but it's also cool. (laughs) <laughs> um, that, that's not completely true because for the explosion you only need a combustible yeah and you have the fuel so you have the combustible yeah. <coughs> um, by the way i just looked up the progress tracker and the only modular room switching thing is the retaliator the... room oc swapping yeah uh and the sprints that were listed uh got finished uh last year in june in June, okay. So, so we still we haven't heard anything up from them. So that's just a, something Nothing we haven't updated. Besides that, yeah. All right. I thought the N fifty engine swap was still there. It may have been removed. Um. All right. Next question comes from Reckless Wrath, who asks: Fun question for everyone. If you could have any weapon added to the game, be it for melee, space, whatever. What would it be, and how would you use it during the Hurston Revolution? <laughs> <laughs> Death to the Hurstons. Um, uh, I've already said this many times: an axe and a and a riot shield or a, a ballistic shield, because I think I can cover the distance of a, of a spaceship faster in a corridor than you can pull pull a gun and shoot shoot at me, and I can. I don't have to reload my axe. Uh, <laughs> but we're talking Lorville, not a spaceship. Uh, but in Lorville, there's a lot of, there's still a lot of, a lot of. You, I don't need to reload my axe in Lorville. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 uh, that NPC guard is going to have to reload at some point. I don't. <laughs> uh, what do you? What do you plasma. I'd like to see the plasma stuff. Um, okay. And and I'd I'd love to see hit scam weapons coming back, tachyon cannons. Um, yeah, like plasma actually doing damage over time, like it's supposed to. I think that would be a pretty cool strategy. 
Yeah, I, I would like to see like those Iron Man um, little rocket missile things that you can fire out of your armor. You want a okay. Titan suit, don't you, Jawa? Yeah. <laughs> that... I, I'm torn between sword or axe with shield or some nice flamer. Just yeah. good old oh, flame, yeah, yeah. flame him <laughs> to the ground. Or oh, maybe a plasma too. thrower so it works in space. There you go. Flamethrower would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with CIG's love of flames and burning, because they love, love, love fire propagation, it's got to happen at some time. It will happen. <laughs> Im- Im- imagine a ship weapon that's a plasma thrower. So yeah. you go like 200 meters above the, uh, a an ship enemy ship and you flame them. Fl- flaming. Oh, a ship based flame flamethrower. Yeah. Burn, burn, for, like. Oh. For, for, for ship to ship combat. A flame of yeah. ship to ship combat. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. That would look cool. Yeah. How about uh, beam weapons? Uh, that would be cool to see as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see beam weapons, especially like we know they're in the game, they're becoming a game. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question comes from, um, I'm going to close the questions for now as well, because we've, uh, we're at 12 questions and we started with 14. <laughs> <We've>, <laughs> we've been asking them. Uh, do you think the price of a star fare is about, is about to rise? Will there be a, will there be a third separate refinery version? Um, it already has a refinery on it. All starfares have refineries on them, so no, there won't be a third one. Do you think we're going to see a price rise, though? Yeah, price is rising well, for everything else around us, so might as well. Real money? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I I think it will be, but a more sub uh, sub uh, a less uh, massive one, more like uh, in line with what Caterpillar got. Yeah, I can see something yeah, like so, Caterpillar. More like let, let's say inflation adjustment. Yes. For the added features, yeah, like uh, (laughs) when the caterpillar can get module modularity and a tractor beam, that's going up too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I already have my caterpillar, so I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) All ships are going to go up in price as the game Mm -hmm. progresses. Ship prices are going to rise, and as ship prices going to rise as as the game is completed, because CIG um, has even said that they don't want to sell as many ships as they because they'd rather have ships. They don't want to screw up the economy by selling way too many ships. So at a certain point, they they'll, they're going to try to increase the price of the, the the ships to a point where, you know, just buy People a game. Buy. It's easier. It, it, it's yeah. it's even easier. Um, they have to get players to stay engaged with the game. And if That's you it. already have your dream ship, yeah, you don't have the uh, investments. Yeah. Uh. All right. Next question comes from Steve B. Dancer, who asks, since the SRV will be released in third quarter, do you feel the cargo refactor will be pushed to the third quarter? Possibly. Yeah. You don't you Could don't yeah. you don't need the SRV for the cargo refactor though. Because no. the SRV is designed to, for hauling ships, not mm-hmm. cargo. Um, and for flinging ships, right, Paul? Yes. <laughs> you used it as an offensive weapon. That's that's what it's designed to do. You you, you grab it, and you throw it out of their ships. You have ship wrestling comp- competitions with the SRV. <laughs> you see the Starfare while he's refueling somebody, and it's just <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> to be honest, I think um, they would try to get the Kagura factor in with um, with the in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Simply because, let's assume things go as planned. Then we have CitizenCon with server meshing. Pyro opens up. If you then have the cargo refactor on top of it, with all the bugs that will come with the cargo refactor, mm-hmm. shit, then we have a shit show. Yeah. So bring the cargo refactor in one patch early so you can iron out the worst bugs, all the problems it will have, then get server matching and have, have a new set of problems. Yeah. And with, with, the, with the SRV being like, because it's, I mean, yes, it can haul cargo, but it being also a... Right. A, a big ship based thing that's completely completely different aspect right there um yeah. so i think what that may mean though is that we may not get uh tractor beams for like ship based tractor beams in the second quarter we're going to get we might get it in third quarter which means oh, that yeah. we'll have to hand load everything with hand tractor beams in the second quarter. I think we might see yeah. uh zero tractor beam in second quarter just so to uh, test yeah. Test some limitations and okay, are they flinging people up to the spaceport now? Yes, can we go to, to orbit for free? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, CIG I mean, likes to they like to release a ship that has functionality with a feature, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, they moved out the whole C, right, which was the big thing about cargo refactor. Mm-hmm. So. I wouldn't be surprised at all if it got pushed to like 319 mm-hmm. and it's it's a citizen con thing and we get cargo refactor and the whole C. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I, I still think the reason why the whole C got moved is more is less to do with the cargo refactor and more to do with the per, uh, with persistence and other uh, other aspects where it's like, sure. yeah, you can. It, use, it's, yeah, go ahead. It's simply the economy. You, yeah. Uh, if if you take something like the caterpillar right now and you want to trade, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. If you take the RC with ten times the cargo capacity, uh, you can't do anything. So yeah, keep it back. Yeah. Wait until Pyro is there, then have your trade route ruin station to Everest Harbor. Mm-hmm. Be done. Yeah. Well, didn't they just announce that they were going to have some new missions where? The distance traveled also affected lug box missions yes. as well. Uh, so I think some of that tech may may be involved the, with some trading missions. That's the dynamic mission system, which is being uh, which is in the progress tracker. Was added to the progress tracker, and that the first sprint for that is ending in June or July. So, so, so we yeah. could see it possibly at CitizenCon timeframe for sure, um, and may, maybe trading missions. You know, hey, go pick up this yeah. load of layer night. And take it over there, yeah. But I think you need to have cargo refactor in before that mission can be added. So I would agree, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. Next question comes in from uh, Simon the Vengeful, who asks: With salvage coming in, is that the next step to repair mechanics and ships like the Vulcan in the Crucible? The answer is yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they even said it in the monthly reports that the whole stripping is the reverse, uh, the reverse of hole stripping is hole adding, which is something they're apparently testing with salvage, with the hole stripping mm-hmm. aspect of salvage, is you can strip the hole and you can add it back on. So, Could you add Here. on extra hull, though, for, mm. like, adding on armor. extra armor? You know? Well, uh, what I want 
to add is though that while hull, hull stripping might be pretty much blow or suck, push the blow button or the suck button. Um, but beyond that, I think that both professions might be very different. Mm-hmm. Um, simply because you have you you strip the hull, hull, okay, so you have some skeleton left, and you can pull out the um, components, and even that might be somewhat similar um but if the w- but you will never cut off the wing to mm-hmm. crunch it and um salvage it you will just go in with the claw and uh, crush the whole ship yeah so well, uh, yeah. on the other hand adding a wing might actually be a lot more complicated because you have to replicate the inner structure for example yes. mm-hmm. so I don't think CRG will go the easy way and just make it blow or suck button. Yeah. Choose. Well, I, yeah. I, th- I think the early stages of hole stripping is that is you instead of taking like the superstructure, you're just taking the the whole plates off. Mm-hmm. So, but but with like full full on salvage, you don't care with like the claw because you could just go you like throw it in my my chumper and you'll just yeah. chomp everything. But for like hand salvage, yeah. you know what. Yeah. What I'm much more interested in with the hull stripping and hull adding, mm-hmm. paint jobs. Yeah. Player-based paint jobs. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in theory, it's exactly the same mechanic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I'm thinking that, um, you know, hull stripping and all of that's going to be a, a little like mining. You'll have to do it in a certain sequence or you'll end up with something messed up that people won't want to buy. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to buy a nice trim sheet that you could just kind of lay in for mm-hmm. a repair or whatever? Or do you want to do this thing that has all these jagged edges where you have to cut off all of the jagged edges to make smooth edges to be able to, um, to be able to lay it in. So I, I think that um, it's going to be its own little loop. Mm-hmm. It's going to be its own thing. Yeah. It might actually be connected. Like you have to strip damaged hull and then mm-hmm. add on the new new one. Yeah. Right. I, I I think I think they're they're the, they're the you know thinking like evolution. This is the like the common ancestor of repair and um, and salvage is is hull stripping. And so I think that yes, from this we're going to get repair down the line because not only do you need repair because it's in star citizen and it's important, but it's also important for squadron 42. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be as like economy based, but the mm-hmm. process has to be there as well. I imagine. So I'm not um, even sure if it's really important for squadron, at least not in as a whole profession. Yeah. But I mean like the idea of having to patch up your ship in like combat, like you, you're like, on the ground and you know you have uh you have the ability to like grab pull some parts off of another ship and then you know use it to like repair your ship suddenly like like temporarily to get it something yeah but Mm -hmm. this wouldn't need repair you can just have um okay go over there rip out the cooler Mm. carry it over to your ship put it in be done yeah but you need to have those functionality to be to be able to work I say physical components are the important part. Right, right. But being able to remove it and replace it. And same with like, Mm -hmm. possibly like your ship is damaged, you can put a patch job on it before it gets to the Mm -hmm. repair side of things. Well, do you think that they would do something like um, you come across an abandoned ship or whatever, and you need a size two 
uh, shield or or power plant or something, but it only has a size one that maybe you can get it to work kind of so you could get yourself home. Jury rigging. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I so hope that we get jury rigging because mm -hmm. just go in and like get like uh, an over or, or put another size three um, power generator in your hull uh, in your um, Hercules C2 at another size three shield generator and have like oh stress over the whole ship and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Yeah. Like I only... not, not only going okay. It barely fits, but also going the other extreme. Yeah, this this yeah. would be cool. Yeah, my my only nervous thing about that is if I leave my four hundred near fist, I'm going to go into the bunker, come back, it's going to be on concrete blocks, and he's gone. So. <laughs> I take the hubcaps too. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, next question comes from Target Drone, who asks: Should there be a game package that's cheaper but without a license for flying spaceships? So you can either do trucking or hire a gunner, hire as a gunner or a, uh, on a spaceship, but you have, you're caught flying the ship, you're in trouble. I don't think so. I think the idea of having a non-ship-based package is a good idea, though, where you start with the game with no ship. Mm -hmm. like, I could, and like you earn one. Membership. Yeah, but you can earn one in game. You know. Yeah. So you have you have to work on other people's ships, like like a friend's package, but yeah. I don't, I don't the, free the, to play bubble. Yeah. <laughs> the thing uh, with the license is, um, for one, the base idea is you are a retired military serviceman. So you have the yeah. star citizen token you can vote. You have the uh, licensed pilot stuff. And the other thing is, not having a license wouldn't prevent you from flying ships, at least not in star citizen in the worst. Mm -hmm. It's just like... Um, not having a gun license and buying a bun either way, as long as the authorities don't catch you, no one cares. Yeah. And the same would be with license. So, yes, you don't have a license, but you're only going with pirates, so who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Or or you're hanging out at Grim Hex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you're, go you're going in an area where there's no law, so who cares? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think a $15 pledge just to access it. Yeah. You could hang out with your friends, maybe get some money enough to buy a ship. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. but I, I think I think, I think uh, license tests would also be neat too. So I mean, you can't buy this four hundred I unless you are cargo licensee. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you you have, have I have you heard my pitch for uh, for a new player experience? I'll, I'll pitch no. I'll pitch it real quick. So my pitch for a new player experience is when you first wake up and you first get the game you have a message on your mobile glass and it's like, Hey, press at this button to activate your mobile glass. You wake up and, you, and there's a pre-recorded message. that says, you know, Hey, uh, I got all your stuff ready to go. You just got to go pick it up at the, uh, the, the, uh, spaceport. Uh, just follow the signs for the spaceport. And so then you, you, your character goes to the spaceport and at the spaceport, you reach a, uh, a kiosk and at the kiosk. You, you have the guy who like a lost and found or some situation or some sort of like admin, and they go, oh yeah, here you go. Uh, by the way, do you want to try the um, for your license? You just you just gotta you gotta go back. You know, you say yes or no, and if you say yes, you go back behind the, the counter. You go into like a little sim pod, and then you do a full kind of um, you know tutorial. But it's just like like a training simulation for like your spaceship license for your pilot's license sort of thing. 
Um, and so you think you should you have a choice to skip it or not. But the whole process is starting off with like licensing. And if you have a license, then you also get some like a thank you gift for, for completing it. So from the UEE and it's like a gun or, or some other like like small bonus for doing so. To, and Argo Cargo. You, to, yeah, <laughs> to encourage you to have got, gotten licensed. Um, uh-huh. You know, and then you add the licensing for like things like being able to purchase um, bigger ships or other ships in some places. You need to have that license. So. I had a, uh, I had a, a similar idea, but a bit different, um, and focus more on the day to day thing. Not 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 just flying, but mm-hmm. like um, you come into the space, you you come into the spaceport from the passenger uh, from the transportation um, entrance, and you get uh, and there's some nice person uh, taking you off and say, oh yeah, thanks for your service. Um, I'm your civil uh, contacts uh, spokesperson mm-hmm. i'm there to introduce you to civil uh, to civilian life i'm, I'm the veteran association that's yeah. not realistic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both 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 right Jawa and fist both Jawa and fist were in the military yeah so that <laughs> doesn't matter it's there for the new play experience not yeah. there to be realistic okay so and then per- the person walks you through okay like just a spaceport there you can get your ship you go down, um, there is the shopping area, there you can buy this, there's your hub, there's your um there's the medical buy. Come in, we need to set your um your imprint here on in this hospital, um and so on. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing would be if you make this like an office if you want to try something new out, like it ends like okay, if you want to pursue any new career like if you're interested in mining, come to our office. Here it is. Yeah. And the person walks with you to this office. Here it is. Just go in, talk with us, say you want to know how mining works. And we will talk you through. Yeah. There's, there's, Would there's be a whole. A whole there's you have a whole, everything. Go ahead. Sorry. Go on. I, I said there is an actual guild in, in, um, in Star Citizen's lore called the, oh, I'm a blanket, the Rust Society, which is, th- that's their yep. sole job is to train new pilots how to salvage, mine and and trade. That's their job. They're like they're like uh a guild that's ju- that's that's built around helping solo pilots become career pilots and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that would actually work out. I think that would work out too. I like the idea. So I I'd, I'd love to see almost like a, a freelancer type of tutorial at least. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, bring bring Judy back, bring King. I don't know if you guys ever played Freelancer. Yeah, but, uh, a little Trent, maybe Trent's in the verse somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that'd be cool because it showcases a lot of different cinematic stuff and features. Yeah, um, that we could actually do in Star Citizen. Um, um, but yeah, they used to they used to have a tutorial system, I think, and then they yes. went away from that because they yeah. never functioned. They, like it broke the next patch because yeah. they changed how flight works, and they never fixed the, it. The thing uh, is, you can't really do a tutorial for Star Citizen because you have so many interacting systems. You need a tutorial for every system, but an overarching yeah. system so player can access each tutorial in specific. Yeah. Yep. And you want to you want to do it immersive, so it's not something that's just like here's the tutorial, yeah. press this button. It's like you yeah. want to go. 
to the mining guild, you know, to Shubin and be like, hey, you want to be a miner? Ah, well, I got this, you know, in like a hokey old commercial that you, you get to watch. And uh, and then they, they, they hop you to the sim and you play the little sim, you do a little mission. And the guy's sitting there going like, oh, gosh, or like the really peppy HR lady who's like, like, oh, you, you're going to be a great addition to our to our staff. You know, all that kind of stuff, you know, the the, the feel for the universe rather than just being yeah. gamey, you know. And if you have an office where you can go, yeah, I want to go salvage. Oh, yeah, you know, we have the uh, Rust Guild over there. They have an office. Go yeah. there. I mark it on your mobile glass. They will teach you. Yeah. Sounds like uh, Outer Worlds, Paul. That's yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, like tra- training, we're talking, we're we're, what we're saying, the chat is, I think we're all mentioning, it's like, these are optional things, not things you have to do. Or things right, that you, yeah. right, things, right. things you would do that you'd get an advantage for doing. So... Almost sounds like the old Republic too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to the next question. We only have seven questions left. Um, Shimpasta asks, how do you see quantanium mining changing after the cargo refactor? That's a good question. Well, I think we're already seeing that a little bit, um, with commodities Mm -hmm. that, and knowing which station to take your quantanium to to mine so you get the most um you know yield out of it for the lowest price and then you want to turn around and take it down to where you get the most profit for it so i think we're somewhat seeing that now um but with the cargo refactor if if it works out um because we all get the alerts right now that says, you know, mm-hmm. uh, commodity market, commodity um, change, whatever. You start changing that. If they start really making it worthwhile to go to different places, I think it would, um, I think it'll be a big part of it. Okay. Um, I, I also just got to think, isn't Quantanium time sensitive as well? Yes. So, like, yeah, to get it. Get it to the well, refinery. Yeah, to get it to the refinery after it's refined for the cargo part of it. No. Yeah, but but the but the the the, the with with like cargo refactor, like you're gonna have to load and unload it physically. I I think by the time it's refined, it's stable. Okay, so but you still like you'll still have to like factor in time for load for unloading it though, because you'll oh, have to like remove yeah. the yep. move it to get to the refinery. Mm-hmm. I, I think the answer is. The, the the answer for me at least would be they'll just increase the time they'll factor mm-hmm. it into the, the reloading time or the the, uh, the loading time so they'll give you ample time to be able to mine it get it back to where it needs to go to um load it into the refinery and get it to go uh well, j- so I, if you f- screw up too much and you screw around too much yeah you'll get screwed but yeah. like to get effective I, so, I think i think that though um the way it's set up with the with the bags on the side of the prospector or on mm-hmm. the mole that it's like a dump truck. Yeah. You go out, they load it up with a skip loader. You go, you dump your dump truck into something mm-hmm. and it gets refined. Same yeah. thing. You pull into the refinery, you hit the lever and shh, everything comes out. So yeah. that's, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, think I'm, go ahead, I'm not sure if you see much of uh, a change in, loading and unloading for trading in 318 mm-hmm. simply because the whole infrastructure from okay i'll buy 400 scu of cargo in mm-hmm. lawville where do these 400 scu spawn where do i have to carry them from how do i carry them 
And how do I load them into my ship? For example, in the, I, I can't possibly load 400 SCU in the Carrick. It's no. physically not possible. Mm, yeah. So I don't think that we see much of a change for 318 at least. Well, we might see those persistent hangers. So that's, <laughs> you I, might see it there. Mm-hmm. Or on uh, hangers in, in cargo decks. So you have to go to a cargo deck and then load it in from the cargo deck. And you have to go to the right to cargo deck. Uh, Mini right. games. Yeah. There, there, right. might, there, might, there might be a timer. Like, okay, you load it, now it takes five minutes, but mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen much of a difference in terms of player interaction for now. Yeah. Right. I, and I'm thinking it may end up being a um, game loop, too. Somebody may want to do that. I wouldn't know why, but mm-hmm. um, that kind of like the truck driver brings the semi into Home Depot. Hey, it takes us, you know, half hour, 45 minutes to completely unload it and then send him on his way. So, I mean, are we going to have truck stops at some of these places now where you pull in your C2 and say, load it up? Okay, yeah, see you tomorrow. Good, eventually. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if we go back to the um, cheap uh, game package with no ship, forklift operator might be a nice job to run some cash. Yeah. yeah, hand truck operator. Yep. I, I, going back to that as well. I think, I think there's one problem with a cheap one without a ship, is that people will buy that to like be burner accounts, so that they can just kind of gift their, all their ships to that, to that to that account, and then just go become a like troll and stuff like that. Um, and so, if if to, for something like that to work, I think what you need to have is effectively a uh, if you have an account. And someone uses your, then they use like you can use a referral uh, for somebody else's account, and you can access those cheap, cheapo, cheap accounts, like the trial accounts for like fifteen bucks or whatever. But you'd have to have a referral code to do that or something like that. Yeah. Right. So just just people other things. Um, but you yeah. would still have the problem with the trolls because I could use my own referral code. Uh-huh. Then you see a couple. <laughs> But, then, but I don't but, think. But then they can track the referral code to figure out whose whose account it came from, and then they can yeah, ban the Yeah, but then again, account. I mean, even if I only gift a cheap ship for let's say a million USC, uh, mm-hmm. it's still a million USC. I probably throw in the wind just for some trolling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure that. What's this the word? Will... <laughs> yeah. Trolling, maybe one USC. One yeah. USC ships. <laughs> Um. Yeah, a referral requires a forty dollar. Yeah, Rose. Rose, what I'm talking about is a as a the idea of a fifteen dollar account that allows for uh, that you can get the game, but no ship. You don't have any ship. You don't have anything. You just have a have a game package. But yeah. Um. All right. Uh, next question comes from Steve B. Dancer. We only have six more questions left. Uh. Do you feel when salvage comes in, the Starfire will be able to siphon fuel from ships? At some point, <laughs> it's, it's it's just a reverse. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think Fist and I talked about that. You know, yeah. you, somebody comes up to refuel and you don't like them. Well, you turn it on the other direction and <laughs> suck it out of his ship and then fly away real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm gonna pull up to uh, Everest Harbor in my Starfarer and be like, "Hey, 
<laughs> I, I don't. Maybe I, that's a new type of piracy. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to happen. Are, Go ahead, sir. I, I think there are two prerequisites for you being able to siphon someone. Mm-hmm. First one is the ship still has to be able to fly. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can't dock it on the Starfarer. Yeah. The Vulcan, for example, would be something different. You have your drones, you can do stuff like that. And the second one is probably that you have to hack the other ship. Yeah. So you um uh you um, delete the reef uh, the fuel siphoning uh, security clamp or whatever there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably something something that would, would block it. Um because that's the other thing, yeah, because you can't well, you might be able to dock a ship with another ship, but you'd probably need to have another you'd effectively need to have some sort of docking mechanic for the Starfarer to dock its fuel arm to another ship, which I think will probably need to happen eventually anyways, because if a ship is immobilized entirely, it's out of fuel entirely, you're going to need to have some way of finding, of, of snaking that, that refuel boom arm to a disabled ship to help it refuel. Well, they already said there's a, there's a um, imaginary reserve tank. Yeah. That they could use to, to dock. Cause someone brought that up when they were, in one of yeah. the videos that they were doing. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's, there's still a, a couple, a little bit of fuel in the lines, you know, yeah. that you could move the ship and, and dock it with the Starfare. Mm-hmm. So rule of cool, more, more like, but yeah. All right. Next question comes from Shadow Nova, who asks, speaking of land transport, do you think they'll have some sort of train gameplay since there'll be a tram on the Bengal? Maybe. Rule of cool. If, if it makes sense, like a train, you know. There's no train there's no, robbery. Yeah, there's no, there's no, no good, no good uh, space western. Never didn't have a space train that you could rob. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. Like, you have the. We already have trains. We already yeah. have the trains Tracks. are already physicalized. So, yeah. the only thing that has to happen is they have to be slow enough. Mm-hmm. And you have like some way to disable them, mm-hmm. and they have to carry freight. Yeah. yeah. Or if there's any D and D fans out there of Eberron, the lightning rail. There you go. That doesn't really need yeah. tracks. It just it's kind of a hover train. Yeah. Well, yeah. So in addition to roads, we need uh, gravel really? tracks. CIG. There we go. Outpost to outpost. No, hey. Normal tracks are enough, and I mean, if we can do roads, we can do tracks. Yeah, and the same thing. It, it should, it should be used the same system. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got four more questions. A little bit of madness asks: Can we buy sold to shops rare? Buy sold to shops rare no. gear from other players. Not for no. something. Not subscription gear. But you can strip other players of, of equipment and then sell them. It just you can't sell subscription yes. gear. Right. So, but, but yeah, but you can't buy anything at a kiosk that's in the shop's inventory. Yeah. That's a if it's a rare item that they don't sell already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yes. if, if I, I eventually my, come out. if I sell my rare gun to the shop, fist can't buy it. No. Right. It won't show up on the inventory list. So yeah. we might see in global shop. Buying rear rifle, offering yeah. 20k. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, it's uh, the first auction mart in, in Global <laughs> Chat. They're going to well, need an auction channel. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, but what about, hey, if I have this rare rifle that Fist really likes, why can't I sell it to him? You why can't. can't well, well, there's no there's no trading in-game yet. Right, right. I mean, right. eventually you'll be able to, yeah. I'm sure, email it or trade it or mm-hmm. yeah, anything yeah. other MMOs do. But You can't drop it on the floor, but it's un- unreliable. It can't also just disappear out of existence right. put it in yeah. weapon wrecks that yeah. always works weapon yeah work. great solution yeah yeah um i definitely see that happening at some yeah. point bottom much man yeah yeah uh next question comes from captain no pants who asks with 317's implementation lacking beacon services do you think people will actually be using ship to ship refueling much if if at all other than for testing to see how it works no. Are we not going to have refueling beacons? No. Not in not 317. For 317, no. I do think we still are going to have people use it. I just think it's likely <laughs> going to be something more akin to the fuel rats, or it'll be more player-based system where people will be around looking in chat and being like, hey, I'll refuel you. Similar to how, like, we, right. there's no... There's a beacon system, but if someone's like hurt, people will run over to try to to try to save people. But it's not like really valuable. It's not worth the money to go save people who are injured. Um, but. Yeah. Well, well, look what happened to that medical gameplay. <clears throat> Excuse me. You don't see much of that. You saw a lot of it at the beginning. You don't see yeah. much of it anymore. You saw how it works. Hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's have the. Though. I have a feeling it's going to be the same way with refueling, until like. Pyro comes in yeah, where it's much bigger that, hey, you may and may not make it to the next planet. The, the difference is really, I think, um, for the medical gameplay, I at least try to, if I see, so to speak, popping up and it's somewhere in my area, try to mm-hmm. actually do it. Um, but not having a surface beacon and then trying to refuel someone, it's just a pain in the ass. And if you're not into, yeah, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. You won't use it. Yeah, pretty much. And with yeah. Stanton, well, you know, I think it's small. You could do a personal. You could do a personal transport beacon. Yeah. And in global, you just be like looking for refuel, sending yeah. a beacon. If someone picks that up, at least they can get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you'll probably you could have more than one. You could have someone just come over there and shoot you anyway. Just right, like, yeah. right. Kind of like with medical, as yeah. uh, what Cupan put in there. Uh, medical beacons tend to be more traps than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. You also can have the idea of um, just like you can add someone as a, in a group. You know, it's like, hey, I need some help, and so I'm like, okay, cool, I'll add yeah. you to my group, and then then you have yeah. the beacons, you can like jump to them directly. So, I think once we really get reputation stuff in there, and mm-hmm. you're going to see, hey, this this guy's a refueler, he's got four star rating. Um, yeah, I'm going to call this AAA right here. Be- beginnings. Yeah. I think I feel I feel like that's what this patch is. Yes. The beginnings patch. You know, yeah. a big teaser. Yeah, a big teaser, a giant yep, cock tease. Yep. <laughs> the, the, the Baltic leaving, beach. leaving us with blue balls. All right, two more questions. Uh, Techno uh, Technofy asks, "What will run our uh, our first? What will run out first? Light fighter hydrogen fuel, or a pilot's H two O thirst? <laughs> the fuel, the fuel, yeah." yeah. Yeah, because all you have to do is go log out and hey, you know, nope, you'll get not all that anymore, money. buddy. 
No, oh, really? No, it, it, it's going to yeah, persist. Thirst now. and hunger is persistent. Yeah. Oh. And, and damage. Damage yeah. will be persistent. For ships and for your player, you know. Well, so damage yeah. has been persistent on my prospector for like a month. No, now, so. <laughs> no I meant to your body, to you. Like, if yeah. you have a broken leg and log out, yeah. you're going to wake up with a broken leg. Yeah. Oh, it's not uh, like D&D where you take a long rest and you're all good. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I'll be I'll be honest. I'm glad they bring in the fighter fuel rebalance right mm-hmm. now because this will soften the blow when pyro drops. Oh, yeah. People are people get the first taste of what it will be to fly a fighter and the larger boars. And it's not a nice feeling. Yeah, there's a reason why light fighters are so good, because like in combat, because they're going to be incredibly useless unless you have the infrastructure to support a light fighter. That's that's the yeah. whole point yeah. of them. Yeah. Like, like you, if you're good, if light fighters are beat sticks and they're amazing to use. It's great, but they're going to run out of fuel real quick, <laughs> and you have to refuel yeah. it, repair it, and maintain it. So, um, but uh. Well, then also they want to keep people in an area for a little yes. while too, right? And I think that's going to play into that too. You're going to stay mm-hmm. in Stanton for, I don't know, a while, play those missions out. Then you're going to move over to Pyro, check that out. It'll be a higher tier because it's more dangerous, you know, <laughs> just like other so You wouldn't play in Pyro with an with Gladius or something simply because the system is too big with too little infrastructure. You would use something like a cutty, cutlass, black, and be done. But I mean, if you're working for like the gangs in Pyro, and you're working at the specific gang that's around Pyro Four, they want you to stick around that planet and do missions around that planet rather than going going all over the system. Because like, right? Then you could you would have the chance to refuel, yeah, uh, finish all those quest lines, and then move on to the next place. Yeah. Um, I have no doubt that this is still going to be an MMO and not necessarily. A free for all sandbox. Yeah. At least until in game, if there is an in game. I mean, mm-hmm. once I mean, we get to that point, you know, then it'll be I, different. I feel like what we're going to see is there'll be a level upon which you can earn money. And after that, that point, you're just going to start realizing that you're not earning as fast as you could. So, like, Hurston right now is really good for bounties because there's a lot of den- high density of bounties, which makes sense compared to the, with Hurston's lore. Um, but eventually Hurston will peak out where you're only making, you know, 20,000 UEC or whatever, a, a bounty yeah. or, or, and so, but you, you know, that if you go to Pyro, you can make 400,000, uh, for, to go track down this one target. It may take you a little bit mm-hmm. longer, but that's a lot of money compared to right. just sitting there for hours and hours and hours right. grinding out those 20, 20,000. So just like any MMO, they'll encourage you to leave the region because instead of levels, they'll just change it with money and reputation. Right. Uh, right. And the thing is, but there's also the different thing, and that's be prepared. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you leave Stanton, you have to be prepared for stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, me and my and the group of um, people I play usually play with, we are very much into exploration, plant set exploration stuff. And we have like two lists of preparation. One preparation is if we, for example, decide to go into pirate, a uh, pyro. Mm-hmm. And baseline is you have roughly 50k you spend per per- person. Then we have the list going out into the boards, just like a, okay, we go, go, go through 
10 jump points and see where we land. And all of a sudden, the list balloons up to like 650,000 per person. Mm. Simply because you have all the different suits for all different climates, for different radiation and stuff. And then you have the problem like, okay, do I stand in Stanton? Do I even get what I need in Stanton? If I want to go there and have to think about do I need this or do I go, okay, I go spend 50,000, then go to Pyro and then go to the 650,000. Mm -hmm. So it's the cost, the, 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 you, you factor in the cost of what it's going to just take to be able to even go there in the first place to, into, yeah. your, into your factors. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. I think that's the, the, the key. I don't, I don't think people are ready for the logistics of this game. Like no. people think of this right now as like, oh yeah, it's fun. You fly around, you shoot things and you, you have some fun and you kind of, you log out and you, you know, you go grind those, those, the, the mining. It's like, wait until the cost of your maintaining your mining vehicle the, mm -hmm. the the fluctuations of prices like if you're if everyone's mining quantanium then quantanium's going to be cheap as dirt because it's so yes. common right so just just having the spare parts for your ship on yeah. board when you have to repair it mm -hmm. yeah and 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 having a, a refinery ship nearby that you can dump everything to a refinery and then having people come in with ships so that they can load all the all the refined goods and then take it to the right market so they can make the most money like all of those processes mm -hmm. alone are going to require planning, coordination, timing. And yeah, you can still go out and go out and pew, 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 pew. But if, you're, if you want to make money, if you want to increase your reputation, if you want to go get those high level crazy events that you can only do with the right, right know-how in the right location, you're going to have to plan. And that's just mm -hmm. something that a lot of people don't realize. Sim so. Simply thinking about how much food and water 10 players or let's say 10 players and five NPCs need over the duration you sit in the uh, Halo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Just waiting, just sitting and having there. it on board. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Stock up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question for, for the, uh, the question answers from Steve Beat Answer. What would you suggest CIG do to encourage trade at Orison since the, the takeoff <laughs> and leaving takes so long? Fixed fix takeoff and leaving. Yeah, I mean the other answer is make very rare, um, rare items yeah. spawn there, and also make it very valuable to trade there. It's Orson. It's got to have luxuries, and if you want to go sell luxury goods, they'll buy it at high prices because it's very, it's very high in demand. So, yeah. you know, so, just make it a good trade route. Mm -hmm. I think tra so trading itself, Orson should be the selling point instant. This is. Mm -hmm. If you have something, if you come in from uh, from Pyro, um, if you have something you sell it in in Orison and you sell it for good money, mm. um, buying less of less because I don't think Orison has anything special to buy aside from maybe some space whale um, minerals in very limited quantity, some more like forty SCU or something. Mm. Um, ships, yes, would would another thing, but that's more like that's it's not what you really would trade as a player. Yeah. Um, what I think Orison will be really is more like the tourist hub, mm -hmm. like bounty missions Absolutely. you do in Hurston. Mm. Orison is all about tourists. You bring from Hurston over to Orison, you bring the tourists. Oh yeah, Tr like personal transport missions. Yeah, yeah, yes. and especially as you have the like one year uh, fly into the atmosphere and get out 
that's yeah. the time where you have to do all those mixing in the bar and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, also, uh, someone, someone put in chat, it's, it's a gas giant. So maybe fuel is super cheap there, too. So if you're like mm-hmm. a Starfare player, you go yeah. there, refuel your tanks on, on the cheap gas, and then go out into the to the black to to uh, to sell it at a higher price. So right, right. So, but yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, that, I do too. That's uh, right now. Orison has, I think, all the military grade A stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, so there is a reason because it's kind of like one stop shopping, like Microtech used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're showing it off because it's the newest planet. And and like the convention, Invictus is going to be there this year. So mm-hmm. there's going to be reasons to go. It's just, uh, it's it. I mean, can we maybe change the point to where we can quantum? Yeah, that yeah. would change everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could still be longer than on the other planets, but like, just. Drop it in ten or twenty kilometers. That will be yeah, enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Take it from yeah. one fifty to one hundred. That because yeah. something like that. That would I would, and then make it a little bit easier at night to find where you and, and daytime really to find yeah. out where to land if you're not used to it because it's really yeah. hard. Yeah, to know where to go. Yep. I mean, I think I think overall, Star Citizen's main problem it's not just Orison. It's all landing zones are not valuable to go to. There's just no reason right. to go to them. Which yeah, there's no in, gameplay there. In 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 the verse doesn't make any sense. Like in future gameplay, I'd imagine that those places are gold mines for trade because they always need commodities in those places because they're just sucking up food, water, yeah. medical it's, supplies, well, it's, everything. So in in all honesty, it's not so much that they will be the most. Um, I think it. We had a lot of talks about how. Um, gameplay and especially bars are supposed to be in and i and i imagine that landing zones will have two main reasons later on mm-hmm. first one is that's where you can store a lot of stuff space stations might not be able to give you a private hangar they might not be able to give you a residence because they have limited space mm-hmm. landing zones not yeah. so much and the second part is information where is stuff happening where are the lucrative um, informations? How do I get re- reputa- good reputation and standing with some high-value group? That will be all in in those landing zones, all in some bar or, or so. And like you go to Lowell, you talk with some guy in the bar, and he he drops like, oh yeah, um, this special group you look for, they are in the village X Y Z, and then mm. you can go to the village. You can say, oh yeah, he said blah. You get some mission that brings you in and then you can form reputation and only if you have the reputation with this group you can buy some special component or whatever yeah i agree with that that too it's, it's yeah. gonna be a social hub as well just where you gotta yeah. go to meet, meet yeah. people it's a chris roberts game yeah mm-hmm. bars so, are important hey, to chris the roberts bar- games they're always they important. are they're always oh, the most yeah. important thing hi we're zeno threat we run this place yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean every since, game is the Wing Commander One starts in a bar. Yes, every bar, every yeah. every start Chris Roberts game starts in a bar. So like bars are like the important thing. I I, I wonder if Chris enjoys his time in bars. <laughs> I wonder if he's from Manchester. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, I have the perfect tutorial begin. Uh-huh. You have um, black screen, it blinks, blur, blurry vision. You see a table, some, uh, some bottles. 
Yeah. Slowly, slowly you rise up. Across you sits a person. Oh, you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I'm just going to end it like that. Thank you so yeah. much for those coming in. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jawa Fist Zark thank you for coming on make sure you are going to fistandjawa.org to go hang out with sure. Jawa and Fist on their their, their various streams and uh, their their uh, YouTubes and such um, and uh, if you if you like this make sure you write in the comments you know tell us your own thoughts your own questions uh, I'll be there to hang out with it I'm sure Zark and, and Jawa and Fist will come by and, and, and check out the questions and such uh, if you enjoyed this video like it Make sure to subscribe if you want to see more of this. Hit the little bell icon if you want to kind of uh, come through and uh, uh, know when they first come out. Come out. Uh, and uh, if you want to watch us live, you want to ask questions live, we do this on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. UTC. So come on down and ask your own questions. And uh, like I say every time, hope to see you someday in the black.